Keep it locked right here. You are listening to MTMB Sports. Hey, how y'all doing? It's Rick Sincere, MTMV Sports. I'm so geeked. I'm here with the founder and the CEO of the Ozell brand, our sponsor, Mr. Titus, Ozell Golden. How you feeling, bro? Man, I'm blessed. How you doing, bro? Man, I'm doing great. Yo, do me a favor. Tell me about what got you started making shoes. Man, it's just crazy. It's just growing up in a type of environment I grew up in, mother getting robbed and shot, me being molested, me not knowing who I was as a as a person, as a man, birthed something in me. I started looking at shoes as a way out in middle school, and God gave me this dream and gave me this vision, and boom, it birthed. Man, I saw these shoes. They're beautiful, they're high quality, and they're at a, a good affordable price, bro. What went into making the shoes? Man, it's just me thinking about the shoes that I love, the shoes that I desire as a kid. Well, my mother couldn't afford it. So it's like, now how can I create a shoe at a good quality at affordable price for other families who actually are currently going through what I went through as a kid? Bro, I heard you can play two sports in them. Are they soccer and football cleats? Yeah, man, they two sport cleats, soccer and football. See, growing up, I played multiple sports, so it was just like bouncing from transition from different shoe to shoe. So, hey, it's two in one, so it's a good deal. Where can people find these shoes, man? Man, you go to ozelbrand.com, follow Ozell Brand on Facebook, follow us on Instagram, but please subscribe on ozelbrand.com, please. Yo, you heard the man, Mr. Titus, Ozell Golden. That's his middle name, yo. Go, <laughs> go out and support this brother. He is doing his thing. Listen, you want to support him. You want to get these shoes on your feet. Look, they're beautiful, remarkable quality, and at an affordable price. Listen, stop what you're doing. Go to Ozell Brand. That's O-Z-E-L-L brand.com today. And now, the time fight fans all across the globe have been waiting for. It's the MTMV main card with your man, The Voice. As always, in the opposite corner, the bully, the butcher, the 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 the, the lover, the fighter, the Broad Street's own Iron Wildress Ruffin. What's going on, Ruffin? What's going on, boys? I see twenty seconds in, and you already slandered me with this with this butcher name. Now, I've been I've been working hard on these names, y'all. So you know what I'm saying. Bear with me. I'm I'm gonna knock these drums out. It, uh, it's, it's no slander. It's just the truth, and it's okay. It's okay. You you are like the DJ Jeremiah of fight sports. Doesn't matter what the name is. There's a great possibility that you're gonna get it wrong, and that's okay. With that, that's your. Uh, I'm not even gonna take that slander. I'm not gonna take that slander for me or the homie. You know what I'm saying? So oh, no. I'm see, see, he he's leaned all the way into it. I was listening to the show the other day. And he called Limo Blaze Limo Blase. I'm like, dude, 
is L-I-M-O and Blaze. We How do you get up, that wrong? Because we from up north, man. We pronounce things slightly differently. You know what I'm saying? You gotta, oh, okay. you gotta so, roll with the punches of our accents and whatnot. So that's that ain't that ain't nothing against that. That's just how we pronounce things. You know what I'm saying? Okay, so so what you're saying is that uh the school systems in the north are really bad when it comes to uh pronunciation and wow. diction and things of that nature. That that's what you're saying. You know, at some point, voice, you and I are gonna have to have this out in like a celebrity death match bout or something. One of us got to go because I can't keep accepting this land of weekend. We got, especially when I give you these great leanings, ladies you and do. gentlemen. It's the man, the myth, the legend. Sometimes the thorn in my side, <laughs> the voice, the MTMV curator of combat sports. See, I didn't even do the drone right because you got me flustered, but it's okay because this, I'm, I'm, I'm destroying this episode. You know what I'm saying? All right. Great things to talk about. Some fights, some spicy stuff. You see me and voices already beefing. So this is right where you want to be. We we might be beefing, but we match. Yeah, we we, we match. I mean, you got on. I don't know who you got on, though, because I got the GOAT. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to 494. Uh, Really? Yo, my mother is coming on here with the slander. We not late, man. We on time. You know what I'm saying? I got the gold no, on Michael well, we, we, We're going to have to keep it real. Ma- Mama, you're right. We were two minutes late. We were too busy talking about uh, some stuff, and, and that's that's on us. Uh, we, we're sorry. But yeah, that ain't on me, sir. I was ready to go. Okay. Well, I, I'll take that. I'll take that. Uh, Mama, I'll, I'll take that. We are we're, we're scheduled to start at uh, 15 after. Sometimes we start a little early. Uh, today was, was the first time we started a little late. But we we gonna make it great. I was ready. My face was lotion. You know what I'm saying I'm I'm Muhammad Ali luxurious today. I'm I'm with it. I'm I'm waiting on you, sir. So we we ready? We we, we are, and we gonna have to do better for for mom. All right. So uh, take take it away. Awesome. So we got some great things to start out with. First, we're gonna talk about the. Uh, one 160 uh event which is gonna be awesome um two spikes you said you said one one six the one we, we're doing uh no, we're doing i said the one reach, 160 sir one 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 six reach records no sir we on no, the shame that's what we're the talking one, about 160 oh okay. okay all right so one, one championships 160 is show gotcha wow. gotcha salute to McRae wow. and uh and and uh and everybody on reach right so in the <laughs> on this card we have what i call a co-main event uh that'll be taking place on friday first we got the one featherweight world champion uh tan lee he's looking to defeat kai tang uh to remain champion now while lee has stated that he has great respect uh for for lee as a fighter he's, he's not allowing tang's trash talk to deter him from getting the job done now if, if you haven't been able to see uh their media calls tang stated previously you're old it's time to retire i'll be the new king of the featherweight division so lee sees focus as a strength as he's uh, not trying to fall into what he stated on the call a mcgregor aldo situation so what mm. he said was no matter if he talked or said nothing. The fact is, he's a dangerous fighter that's going to give everything he has to take the belt. When you allow trash talk to affect you, that's when a McGregor Aldo situation happens. He wanted to kill McGregor so bad he threw all caution to the wind, and we saw what happened. So, voice, 
right now, 1160, based off of the two main events alone, look to be a card full of fireworks. But what do you make of uh, the statements by both fighters and Lee's insistence on not giving trash talk to literally an opponent who's 10 years his junior? Yeah, that, that's what I was going to say. He, I don't know that it's trash talk per se, because he's mm-hmm. stating the truth. He said, You're old, and for fighting, especially at the lighter weight classes 36 is old so there's truth to that and he's 26 he should be the new you know up and coming he he hasn't even hit his physical prime yet he won't hit that for another like couple years or so so i don't know how much trash talk it is as much as it's truth talk that hurts and you know how, how i feel about that and what i say uh, you know, I, I quote Sister Soldier, someone else from up north, said, if the truth hurts, then you'll be in pain. Now, Tang wants to inflict pain literally on Tan Lee. Uh, Tan is a vet. He's a vet of one championship. He has been around for a minute doing his thing. You know, he, he he's old and he's got the right to say, yeah, I'm old. Yeah, I'm a vet. He's been fighting in one championship since 2019 and has not lost since he joined one championship, including his last fight, which was a ground and pound victory over famed Brazilian jiu-jitsu grappler, Gary Tony, the lion killer. So he's got a reason to to have a little swag and say, okay, yeah, I may be old, but uh, uh, that, 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 is more like experience, you know, than, than anything. You know, he was on the Ultimate Fighter. He has fought in LFA. He was on Dana White Contender Series and was successful there. I really thought he was going to get a contract from that, that, but you know, I, I thought, you know, at least he'd get picked up a little further down the line since he did not get onto uh, the UFC directly from the show uh, but they didn't like I said he came into one championship uh, took out notable notable vests like No Face uh, Kotetsu Boku uh, the, the champ Martin UN the situation and then took out Gary Tone and gave him his first L you know so, so yeah he is old but he's got that experience whereas Tang Tang hasn't been around the block like that I mean well he, he couldn't He's been too young uh, to to be around the block like that. And, you know, he's got some wins, but as far as anything that really sticks out, I can't say that. Just looking uh, at what he's done in one championship, he's undefeated since joining one championship. So should he be fighting for the title? Absolutely. Based on that. But what can he do? And really, with him saying, you know, hey, I'm, I'm the, the new blood. I'm coming up. Yeah, you are. And you need to fight somebody notable. You will in this fight. How you perform, that's another story. Now, not only has he won all his fights in one championship, he's won them by stoppage. He's either knocked people out. Um, he's, oh, I'll take that back. He has two decisions. Uh, but the majority are stoppages. Uh, body kicks, uh, ground and pound uh and you know stoppage by punches including his last two bouts so it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting to see how this one goes whether the young gun will take out 
uh, the old lion in Tom Lee. It's, it's funny though, because even when you look at videos of Lee, you know, like after he called, he put him out and he was like requesting for the fight to happen. And when Lee was talking about it, he was just laughing about it. So he seems like he's really focused, like he's not going to let anything deter him, which ultimately could work against time. So that's definitely going to be exciting. Now, it's a it's a great fight, but the other main event <laughs> seems to be one of the most disrespectful uh, one-on-ones that's going to happen. So after their last uh, controversial split decision in their last bout, uh, Oak Yoon and Christian Lee, they're battling again. Um, and this is also going to be a rematch for the one lightweight uh, world championship. Now, while there's a lot of people that believe that the victory should have gone the other way, including Lee, Yoon is literally looking to put any doubt to bed. Uh, and he even said in his most recent comments, uh, during a meeting with the media, Yoon stated, I'm going to dominate this bout. I'm going to dominate this week. That's going to be 2-0 for me. So Christian Lee won't have any reason to have a thought against me. <laughs> Lee, on the other hand, has stated that he wants to decisively defeat Yoon so that he can leave no doubt who the winner is this time. But Yoon called out and said, listen, he said the same thing during our last bout. He said he finished me early. Every MMA athlete thinks that the same thing. Of course, we all want to finish the bout as early as possible. But what happened in our last bout? So, boys, it, this seems to be worse than, 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 than the, the, the first fight. So with all that back and forth in this meeting, it's clear there's animosity but who comes into the bout with an edge and, and what should we expect from this rematch? As far as an edge is concerned, that would have to go to the champion because he's a champ. He's the one that has the title. He's the one that won uh, W-O-N, not O-N-E, one championship, but that won the bout. One thing that one championship does a lot of in situations like this is if they think the judges got it wrong they run it back like pretty immediately and sometimes they'll say oh no no you all got that wrong it should have been judged this way this person is a champion now christian lee is one championship royalty along with his sister angela uh, they have been like the, the the poster children for one championship. They are uh, of Asian descent, uh, Singapore specifically, uh, uh, at least partially Singaporean descent. And many of one championships fights take place in Singapore. So they have the Singapore faithful with them. They bring the American fan base over as they are. Uh, uh, they were born in the U.S. and live in Hawaii, you know. So you, you got all that, and, and Christian is looking to reassert himself as the champion. You know, he he won the championship, beating Shinya Aoki, the legend, and no one really thought that he could do it. They thought that he was biting off a little more than he could chew, even though Shinya was a little long in the tooth when that fight took place. But he beat Shinyayo. Uh, then he went on to uh, beat Doggy. Oh my goodness! And Doggy was killing everybody, including uh, um, oh father, who was that uh, high name person they brought over? Um, Eddie Alvarez. 
just destroyed Eddie Alvarez. Doggy was no joke. He was running through everybody. Beat him. Beat, and I, I'm sorry, hold on. Let me make sure that wasn't Tim Nasty. One of the two of them uh, did it. But yeah, it was either Doggy or Tim Nasty that beat. Um, um, beat you it, was Tim, it was Tim Nasty. I'm sorry, it was Tim the, Nasty. Go are ahead. you the butcher in this episode? Am I butchering the episode? No. I got my um my Eastern Europeans mixed up. That's why I said, wait a minute, let me double check because I think I have that wrong. And I was wrong. Now Doggy was killing everybody. Don't get that. That is true. And so mm-hmm. was Tim Nasty. They were both doing their thing, but Tim Nasty's the one to beat uh uh Alvarez, not uh Doggy. But guess who beat Tim Nasty? Who's that? Christian Lee. So, <laughs> um, you know, he, he's been, like I said, he's been doing his thing. He's been running through everyone until he ran into uh, Ukrayun. Then, you know, uh, uh, the fight went the way that it went. Uh, it'll be interesting to see whether or not that was a fluke, whether or not it was wrong, or whether uh, Ukrayun just has his number. The fact that it was a split decision means it was a close fight, which means that we should expect more of the same. Whenever fights are done again, there's there's knowledge now, and not just hey, you know, I've been studying tape, I see people's tendencies. No, I've been in there with you, and in this case, I've been in there with you for 25 minutes. I know what you do, I, I know your tendencies, I know some of the different things. I know when you get tired, I know where you're strong, I know where you're weak. So having that prior knowledge tends to make things easier i mean think think about it if you ever had to repeat a class right and you are taking it that second time it's like oh yeah yeah i know this i know this and it, it makes things easier oh yeah i was i was messing up on that before but now that i've had this experience oh i know just oh it, it makes sense now that's the kind of situation that you go into with sometimes let me say because it's not well, I mean, I, I, but sometimes when, I when you class, have a, a rematch go ahead i'm sorry when, when i felt all my class when i felt my class I, I kept all my my work that way i could just copy it and paste it again well, i mean I, they can't I, come take the degree back now so it don't it don't matter uh, under, hey no no yeah, hey uh that, that's <laughs> great that's great I, I and uh hopefully all of your uh faithful full cell alum are, are watching this so that uh, if they wanted to <laughs> Yo, <laughs> if they wanted to, to uh wow. to... dry snitch in this episode too okay all right it's cool well, I, 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 wow okay i, I wasn't dry snitch i was saying if, if they wanted to uh to snitch if they could i'm not dry snitch i'm just you, flat out you, saying it but you called the school out you know i didn't say the school name or nothing Okay, I'm sorry. All right, cool. I, okay. You know, it, it could have been a community college. I don't, you know, when you take your your uh your your prereqs. I'm about to see if we can get on this uh 1160 card too because I think I think we got some things we got to work out. Hey, well, you know what? I'm gonna be in Orlando uh pre- pretty soon. I'm being old town, so you know if it's got to go down, no well, better I mean, you, old town. You, you my senior too, so I'm about to start talking trash too. So. <laughs> <laughs> either way uh moving on to saturday um at the hard rock hard rock hotel and casino in tulsa oklahoma we got two former champions looking to bounce back uh to get back in the championship hunt so former wbo lightweight uh champion jose pedraza looks to meet former ibf lightweight champion richard comey now 
while both of their losses have actually been to top-notch uh, competition, they they seem to be struggling a bit uh, just to get back on the right track. So, Voice, the question I ask you for this bot is, who needs this win more, and what should we expect uh, between the two? Who? Who needs this win more? That is an excellent, excellent question. And one that's very, very difficult to answer because they both need it about as much as as the other. I mean, their their careers, their fighting careers are on the line. I would say if one needed it more than the other, then it would have to be Pedraza. And the reason being is that Pedraza, this will be his third fight at 140 pounds, whereas it's the first one for Comey. So, you know, this is your first fight at a heavier weight class, at a different weight class. Uh, There's a little more grace given in a situation like that. Whereas for Pedraza, this is make or break. They were both champions at 135. They both moved up in weight in in an attempt to revitalize their careers. For Pedraza, you've already fought at 140 two different times. One time it was uh, successful and the other time not so much. And when you did not have success, you did not have it against one of the best people out there. Uh, Jose Carlos Ramirez, who, if not for getting ready to get married, will be fighting for the WBC championship coming up pretty soon. And especially for Pedraza, everyone that he's lost to, for the most part, if I'm remembering correctly, uh, they've been named people. Like I said, he lost to uh to Carlos Ramirez or Jose Carlos Ramirez. He lost to the headliner, uh, uh, Jose Zapata. Or I should say, no, no. He, um, I'm sorry, it's Pedraza, not Zapata. Zapata is who was going to be fighting Carlos Ramirez. He'll not be fighting Regis Progray. So, you know, you, you, you're losing to the top of the top. You've either lost to champions or people who are fighting for the championship. He lost to Vasily Lomachenko. That's not... That doesn't look bad at all in any way, shape, form, or fashion. Uh, you know, a loss to Loma is just like waking up and and uh, deciding, hmm, I think I ought to brush my teeth. It, it just it, that just happens. And then he also lost to Tank Davis, so he's lost to and then Tank. That's kind of questionable. But anyway, uh, he's lost to. I mean, not the loss being questionable, but the talent being questionable. I, I just, wow, I just. I just I just, I just, Tank, Tank is, uh, uh, Tank showed me against Cruz that he's a true boxer. So, uh, that, that's in jest, that's in jest. Uh, and I'll say that as far as, uh, fighters are concerned that him beating Jose Pedraza, I'm talking about Tank, is notable. That's notable. Uh, and he knocked him out. So, you know, that, which is not uncommon uh, for Tank, but I digress. Anyway, um, so for Pedraza, I think it means a bit more because he's already attempted to reinvent himself. He's already fought big names in the weight class, and it's not been good. If you can't beat Richard Comey coming up from 135, then you are either now in a journeyman status or 
you need to hang it up one of the two so what do you say to people who may think that Richard Comey needs more after his last bout because if, if I'm not if I'm not mistaken Lomachenko was actually calling for uh, Comey's corner to end the fight on two occasions like that's the ultimate mercy rule you, you are absolutely correct and they should have stopped the fight it should not have gone the distance how he recuperates from that is going to be something worth watching now granted he has taken quite a bit of time off that fight was at the end of last year this is the first fight that he'll have so you know a good eight months off while without all the the training and things that that go along with he trained for this about obviously but you know took a, a nice bit of time off between fights so you know we'll see how that impacts him because yeah that that was a beat that was an absolute beat down but again this is loma chenko who doesn't lose loma chenko mm. um you know and and he was only stopped by teofimo lopez uh, you know he's three and two in his last five those are the two losses uh that he's had uh you know but he still packs a wallet you know, he knocked out Jackson Martinez in between that. He knocked out uh, Raimundo Beltran before losing to Teofimo Lopez. He knocked out uh, about three fighters before uh, before that. So, you know, with a 79% fight stoppage rate, he's packing a wallop. Um, will that be enough to help him weather the storm? That is uh, Pedraza and see him the victory. We'll find out. Uh, but again, I, I think, especially with moving up in weight, I think he has less to lose if uh, that happens than, uh, than Pedraza does. Because I mean, if he loses, he says, okay, 140 is too heavy. Uh, I lost to Loma. I could still go down and fight some of the people at 135, even if it's just a fight or two to make someone's name i.e uh you know let's say he fought a ryan garcia you right. know, or uh some someone like that who is still looking to make a push uh you know fighting um tank Davis. that you know that those are some fights that are out there that could be good for comey there's still some things he can do but draza loses and you think things are looking kind of bleak that's un- that's understandable. I-, I can I can definitely see that. It's it's going to be a great fight either way. Uh, two hungry fighters that are literally looking to recover. Um, going from from them to another fighter who's literally climbing up the ranks at such a, a, a great uh, rate is Jared Real Big Baby Anderson. I love that name. So he's returning to the ring to face Milian Rovkanen in a ten round bout that Anderson is actually hoping is a springboard. Uh, to the winner of Andy Ruiz Jr. versus Luis Ortiz. Now, from what I'm hearing, that's a bit of a a stretch that that yeah. happens, but it's definitely something that's on his radar. Now, uh, we got to remember, Anderson's coming off an amazing 2021, which saw him have uh, four knockouts um, with a knockout ending the year. So he has hopes to literally climb up the heavyweight ranks uh, as quickly as possible. He literally stated that he wants to take as many of the best bouts he can because he wants to retire early. So that's that's definitely mm-hmm. ambitious. So, boys, I got to ask, what do you make of Anderson's ambitions? And is he setting himself up for success in the manner that he's doing this? 
or is he possibly running himself into the ground with that mindset? I wouldn't say that he's running himself into the ground with that mindset. Uh, is he taking things seemingly uh, a, a bit quickly or is he trying to advance, uh, you know, rather quickly? Seems like it. It seems like it to me uh, because he's only 22 years old, which in boxing in general is pretty young. For right. heavyweight, that's like. A, a real big baby for real so uh, uh pardon the pun but so with, with that being said with him looking for those kinds of fights i mean as you said it's a stretch this is his biggest fight to date uh against um the 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 young man from uh the uh, Eastern European country. I'm not going to try to say his name. <laughs> because, Come on, say his name, boys. Uh, it starts with the M. His last name starts with the R, and uh, and uh, that is it. He doesn't have a nickname, so I can't even use that. Uh, but yes, the, the person that Jared Anderson will be facing uh, from an Eastern European country is what I will say. Uh, so, uh, but it, it's his biggest test. Uh, this guy's been fighting for quite some time. Uh, you know, he's only lost twice. And as far as time in the the ring, he's had more of it than just about anyone else. He's far outside of uh, this Russian fighter, uh, Vladimir Tershkin, that uh, Big Baby beat back about a year or so ago. Um, you know, outside of him, he hasn't faced anyone else that's had as much experience as um, Mr. R- Rove Cannon, I'll say. Uh, I, if I say that incorrectly, please uh, forgive me. I don't know how often we'll be saying his name again after this fight. If it turns out the way that all of uh, Jared Anderson's fights have ended, because not only is he 22, not only is he undefeated at 11 and 0, but all 11 of those fights have ended in a KO. This is a good step up for him. All of his fights prior to this have been below 10 rounds so this will be his first 10 round fight again uh, Rolf Cannon has more experience than just about anyone that he's fought I mean uh, uh, Vladimir he hasn't fought since then and like I said that was a year ago uh, that that fight took place so if he were to be victorious in spectacular fashion it would be a great move and step up would he face a now I know he. I think you said he wanted to face the winner of yeah, yeah that's not going to happen um, could he face the loser probably not <laughs> just wow. because of where he is in his career and the fact that um, he's not in the PVC ranks now if he's about to be up as far as his uh, promotional contract is concerned and he can move over to PPC, then great. Yeah, that that would be um that that would be interesting. That would be interesting. Um but again, I don't see I, I really don't see that happening. Um you know, he, he's probably and his promoters will probably still continue to bring him on or I should say uh, yeah, bring him up slowly as they should. Uh, but th- is he possibly the future? Yes, which is the reason why uh, this is a fight that you want to pay attention to. 
Well, I mean, he he's uh, definitely on the rail of everybody. Uh, before the um, before this fight, he was actually scheduled to fight uh, Christian Hammer on mm-hmm. the uh, Tyson Fury White uh, undercard, and he had to pull out four injuries. So this is literally his first fight of the year, I believe, since mm-hmm. that uh, December uh, twenty one knockout. So um, he's got a lot of great um, few, he's got a great future ahead of him because he's definitely ambitious. He he wants to smoke with everyone. I mean. When I was looking at his media call, he was ready to call out just about everybody so that he can get in the ring because he's adamant that he wants to retire early. So that's definitely going to be hey, exciting. That, that is admirable. Uh, I commend him for having that kind of mindset. Uh, and he very well may, especially if he bites off more than he could chew too early. Uh, that could ruin his career and he'd be forced to retire early. Or that may cause him to stick around longer than he wants and blow his his uh, blow his plan up. There you go. Well, now wrapping up our great combat sports weekend in what many are calling one championship's biggest card in history. Um, it's going to be taking place, of course, in the Singapore Indoor Stadium in Singapore. Adriana uh, Moras and Demetrius Johnson are looking to follow up their 2021 bout in which Adriano actually pulled off the major upset with his second round uh, KO of Johnson. Now, Johnson gave him all the credit in the world, spoke highly about him. This is not about where, you know, they're coming in and they're angry at each other. Demetrius is giving him uh, great praise going into the bout. Now, Adriano was still young. So, boys, my question to you is, was the first bout a fluke? And what should we expect from the second? Do we expect Demetrius to recover? Yeah. Um, was it a fluke? No, it wasn't a fluke. Mm-hmm. Uh, he got him down and uh, he dropped him. And when he dropped him, he then kneed him in the head on the ground, which is not yeah. legal in practically any other MMA promotion outside of one championship. But knees and kicks to grounded opponents is legal in one championship so again he, he got caught and anyone can get caught uh you, you know you that 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 is your catchphrase it only takes one uh one uh mistake one one lapse in judgment and that's what happened to demetrius johnson also you know let, let's be real dj is a beast dj has been uh, he's been fighting since you know we, we forget about his time in, in WEC and things of that nature he's been fighting professionally since 2009 his first amateur bout though was in 2006 so he's been at it for quite some time and you know it, it's not out of the ordinary that father time catches up to you and and remind you or I should say puts you in your place you know uh, the time, father time is undefeated you know and I came back in the custom rules bout and got a win under his belt so and he did win the Grand Prix in order to face uh, Adriano Morais they thought that they were just going to crown him as champion but Morais was like look I have the belt and I have the belt for a reason I don't care if he is the GOAT we, we having uh, some curry GOAT tonight you know, so or however uh, they prepare goat in uh, in Brazil, they probably curry goat, or you know we're gonna barbecue the goat. But that that's <laughs> that's what was on his mind, and uh, that's what he did. Now, 
does he do it again that is the question uh one thing that dj does very well is game plans and now that he's been in there we, we talked about uh the the timely i'm not the timely but the uh the ook lee fight and how having that that experience changes things you know not not demetrius kind of knows okay uh I, I know kid you know is, is muscle bound but uh with those muscles comes some pop <laughs> you know so I, I need to be a bit more careful as i am engaging with him you know he comes into it with knowledge he's got the master strategist although he cannot be in his corner uh during the fights uh but he's been training uh with the master strategist leading up to this uh in, in matt hume so he'll be well prepared and he they will have broken down time and time again by the time they get into this fight exactly what happened how it happened what to do to keep it from happening and what to do in order to to enact his game plan so that it's going to be interesting to see the adjustments what kind of adjustments will marais make you know he he's not the only one uh or i should say uh he's also in this with a rematch you know he comes from american top team as far as his camp is concerned so he's got uh great great people there as well uh great strategists there as well whose game plan is going to come out on top who makes the better adjustments who has progressed since that fight uh took place they both had one fight uh dj's fight was a mixed rules fight whereas um Morais defended his against Yuya uh Watamatsu and won via uh guillotine. So yeah. you know who who who's who has grown more, who had the more room for growth from that fight. Uh just from a, a skill standpoint, I would say the more room for growth would be Marais. Uh but DJ is always fine-tuning his craft so it's going to be interesting um i i could see a repeat not necessarily knockout but at least marais winning Uh, and if dj does win then this really puts one championship over because one of their prized and coveted acquisitions now holds the full-fledged title you know, we, we can't forget that DJ came into one championship in a historic trade with the UFC. They sent Ben Askren to the UFC and uh, or I should say one sent Ben Askren to the UFC and the UFC sent Demetrius Johnson to one championship. Well, uh, uh, <laughs> Ben is playing disc golf in his backyard right now and coaching uh, wrestling. DJ is still fighting. You know, so if he's able to win, if Mighty Mouse is able to to put his stamp on things, that's a huge, huge win for one championship, especially, especially on their first card on Amazon Prime. This is the first time that Amazon has really carried any fight sport to my knowledge. You know, they they've carried WNBA games, 
I want to say that they may have had some baseball games. I know that they they're uh, kicking things off with Thursday night football. That's a contract that they just got uh, where they're doing it exclusively, but they carry Thursday night football for the past couple of years. I can't remember them having any fight sports. None. Not even like some regional club boxing show or something. So for DJ to win because he's going to bring people to the table and they're even putting it in a time frame for the U.S. market which is something that one uh, historically has not done. They've always kept it at the time frame of where they're fighting which is the reason why this is kind of broken up because both of these fights take place on the same day. Uh, Both fight cards I should say. But this one is for the U.S. market. Let him win. It's going to be all over Twitter. And there's no other major promotion fighting right now. PFL, they uh, finished their playoffs last week. Bellator won't fight again until uh, later on in September. Uh, There's no UFC fight this week, which is odd. Uh, and probably because they're going to Paris they wanted a little time to to get prepared and go over there so this is the only MMA fight this whole weekend and it's a legend yeah all eyes are going to be on this and it's in prime time for the US market yeah let let DJ win you talk about just all the news and, and let it be spectacular too and him do his little flip and punch in the air that he does after he wins fights oh man but <laughs> let Maurice win against like dude Maurice already killed him this dude is the truth yeah no no matter what no matter how it turns out uh it's it's gonna be a major headline because like you said you know Maurice is definitely still an upstart but Demetrius Johnson is literally a legend probably one of if not the greatest uh, mixed martial artist of all time. I've, I've actually heard a couple people mention that about him. Yes. Uh, people tend to forget, you know, he was the inaugural flyweight champion. Uh, he holds UFC records, including uh, takedowns in three different fights. Uh, he's, uh, I mean, everything. I mean, it's submissions, everything. Every record that you can think of, he's literally somewhere on there. So a win for him would be great uh for one championship but also a win for uh Morais could also be great also because it's the future so it's gonna be a great bout um definitely excited for it uh Demetrius Johnson has shown so much respect to him um he, he literally said it that Morais is the future uh but I, I definitely don't think he's ready to hang him up and I, I think that's the one thing that happens um in combat sports sometimes that can get lost is Listen, it, it only takes one one swing, one kick to to cause a loss. We saw that this weekend. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't literally kill legendary status. It doesn't make anyone less of. And I think sometimes people forget that. So that's going to be exciting. Yeah. I, well, I don't know about, I don't know all about uh, Marais being the future. He's only three years younger than DJ. Uh, but can he parlay this into um into making his career notable mm-hmm. absolutely I, well i'm just going based off what uh what johnson said after the bout yeah that, that's what i'm saying D- dj was being nice uh, because uh, <laughs> the, again they're not that far away from each other in age now granted when he said it that was a little over a year or so ago so he was closer to 30 than he uh is 35 now um so eh, I, I yeah 
So wait, so D- no, because DJ is thirty six, right? Yeah, DJ is thirty six, but Marais is thirty three. So it's Ooh, not okay. Yeah, it, it, it's it's not that you know. It's like, oh yeah, he's the future. It's like, <laughs> and in fight sports, okay, yes, he could be the future, but the uh, the time frame as far as being champions is not that long. So from that perspective, I can see what he's saying. Not everyone. Psh, that's the reason why he's a goat. That's why he's a he's a AGT. I mean ATG, all time great. Because DJ held that title for so long and right. demolished so many people, he was so much further ahead of everyone that it made anyone else like it was like, "What? Dude, can these dudes fight? Yeah, they could fight. They're just going against an all time talent." So, so before we wrap up, let me ask you one question about this. Let's say Demetrius loses. Where does he go from here? I mean, is is that the end? What, what what happens at that point? I mean, he's thirty six, of course, so that's going to play into everything. But two straight losses, how, like how would that play out? Um, it it really depends on when his contract with one championship is over. Let's not forget that one of the things that was very um very appealing for him to come to one championship. Well, some of the other things that he does, he's also their ambassador for esports. So it's not like fighting is the only thing that he's doing or the only method of income that he's got going with one championship currently. He's got other things going on. So uh, it, it really depends on his, his contract with them and what he decides to do. He could keep going on and fighting if he wants to because he is Demetrius Johnson. He is a marketable name. Anytime he fights, you're going to want to watch the fight to see does he still have it or not. So there, there are definitely some options out there. He's been with one for a little while now, and I would suspect that he's nearing the end of his contract. And at his age, he's probably looking to retire as well. He's been really good with his money and has always had other things going on for him so will, will, you know will it be the end if he lost no the end will be whenever he says it's the end and that will probably be whenever his contract is up well I'm sure Twitter will let us know he signed a, a 8 fight deal in 2016 so I don't know how much left he may have on that deal if he signed a new deal so uh, that's definitely going to be exciting and I'm looking forward to see it especially after last weekend's bouts which we'll definitely be covering on uh, Fight Night's update uh, Twitter will literally let you know immediately what happened and the memes will come so you always got to be prepared yes. that, that, uh, but yeah he's if it's an 8 fight deal uh, he'll have two more after this so he's still okay. got another year or so and then by the end you know he'll be 37 so mm-hmm. um yeah, the, is it more likely for things to be over by then? Yes, but uh, he's going to fight his contract out unless something just goes horribly awry or he just decides, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm done. But I, I don't see DJ as being that kind of person. He's a man of his word. He's a man of integrity. And uh, the reason that Matt Hume is not in his corner is because Matt Hume is one of the executives for one championship. So, you know, he would definitely want to do solids for his coach and father figure in bringing eyeballs to this organization. Awesome. Awesome. Well, voice as usual, you've always provided us with uh, the slander, 
and the knowledge. <laughs> so it's been another great my, show. My, mama didn't say I was slandering you, so I'm, I'm gonna go with, with what Mama said. Now she comes mama's back. Mama's not gonna say that because Mama, Mama be slandering me too. But when the blow up situation happened, and you know what I'm saying, I'm, I'm hosting these, this show with you on the, on a live network, and then I'm going to the Tonight Show. You know what I'm saying? In my, uh, okay, in my thank you. The, the blow up situation because I was the trying blow to up situation. what that was, and you see, I, I was looking because it sounded a little shing shing to me. But I got, I got my own dictionary. So let's, let's, let's. Okay. All right. Well, thank you. So you shouldn't be upset when I stick to the standard dictionary when you say stuff when you know you got your own language. But it's going to be added to the to the dictionary to the standard dictionary. Like it's coming. Okay. Until it gets there. Don't. I got speakers coming that's going to say blow up situation and flirt with aunties. You know what I'm saying? Because that's that's what I do. It's all about the blow up situation, flirt with aunties. You're gonna have uh, Vivian. On there too, yeah, yeah. We're gonna be. Uh, it's gonna be a picture of me and her uh, with uh, Uncle Phil's body, and we're gonna. Be no, no, that. no. I'm talking about the uh, the name of the arena last week. The the Vivian. No, arena. that's not. No, see, no, no. <laughs> you know what? I did great. I did great this show. I butchered nothing. You butchered everything. So I'm not. We ain't talking about old stuff. That happened last week. You know what I'm saying. Why you always bringing up old stuff, boy? <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, Smythe. No, ladies and gentlemen, this has been a wonderful show. Thank you for coming for the knowledge and staying for the slander. Y'all see what I go through every week, but I would rather not go through it with anybody else because you know the voices got it, even though it's it's coming. Like voices come up and it's coming with me. So don't y'all worry about it. Uh, we hope that you um are prepared for uh this week's bouts. Uh, we hope that you join us Saturday, uh, MTMD Live. That's 10.30 a.m. Eastern. Um, a great show. And, of course, you get to see us, you know what I'm saying, for the Fight Nights update. Uh, voice, before we head out, you got any uh, last words? Uh, n- nothing additional to add this week. Uh, so I would just sh- share and thank all of you uh, for tuning in and making the show what it is especially mama i really appreciate you being here uh to support uh your new bald head son uh in st louis and uh you know just sticking by what i'm saying and not um not inflating the the ego of, of wheelchairs any more than uh than it has been because you've lived with him you birthed him you understand what he needs so i, I appreciate you ma'am I appreciate you. You just you gonna slander me to my mama on my way out. You know what, boys? That's fine. Later. Well, let me say uh, to everyone: uh, until next time, uh, fight the good fight. Sports fans rejoice. You're listening to my team, my voice with MTMV Sports.